Salam guys and welcome back to the TMV podcast. Um, putting this out in between our usual schedule um, because of obviously the escalating situation in um, Al-Aqsa and in Palestine. Um, I had a quick chat with Shamil from Friends of Al-Aqsa which is a UK-based um, NGO that works specifically on defending the human rights of Palestinians and protecting um, the sacred Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem. Um, they've been around since 1997 and actually we had Shamil on the podcast uh, a couple of years ago, I think it's episode 57, where we spoke about Palestine and the BDS movement um, more specifically. So if you'd like to find out more about that, do listen to the that, that full episode. Um, but we spoke specifically about the current situation in Palestine um, and also I guess I, I wanted to kind of look at how we can channel all of our anger, frustration, sadness, fear um, and everything into kind of positive action and what steps we should take and obviously um, FOA, Friends of Al-Aqsa have been at the heart of this work for um, many many years now so I thought it'd be helpful to get some insight from them um, so yeah here's, here's my very short conversation with uh, Shamil if you want to check out more then um, do listen to that previous episode episode 57 and also um, we'll put all the links to um, the Friends of Al-Aqsa Instagram website um, where you can support their work as well which is really really important and we discuss all of this stuff as well um, but that'll all be in the description so yeah here's my conversation with Shamil Salam Shamil Walaikum um, thank you for joining me. I think uh, to, to jump straight in, um, we've seen footage online um, from the last few days that have been frightening, sickening and quite scary, I think, for, for a lot of Muslims um, regarding the situation in Palestine and Al-Aqsa specifically. I think it would be great if you could provide a little bit of context as to what's actually happening and why um, things have escalated to the point that they have over the last few days. Um, absolutely. First of all, I just want to say, um, send much love to the Muslim Bible for reaching out for this. It's, it's, it's really um, appreciated. In terms of what's happening, uh, just context in terms of the last few weeks um, in Sheikh Jarrah, um, there have been continuous attempts over the years to um, displace Palestinians who have been living in their homes for generations. They've been there for generations. And settlers, backed fully, fully backed by the state, have been trying to uh, remove, displace these Palestinians from their homes. And they've been resisting. So as we're getting ready for Eid, or we got ready for Eid, decorating our homes, Palestinians in Sheikh Jarrah have been resisting to keep their homes. And this is a microcosm. Sheikh Jarrah is a microcosm of what's happening in, in, in Palestine. Israel's settler colonialism. And Palestinians, not just in Sheikh Jarrah, all over Palestine, 48, they are resisting, they're resisting best they can, and they're protesting and in solidarity. That's continuing. On, on the, on, and, the, and the brutality from the, from, the, from the police, from the settlers, we've all seen them happening from Sheikh Jarrah. Then on Saturday, um, we've seen protesters um, all around the country, all, all around uh, Palestine. But what we've also seen is incursions in Mashal Aqsa. We've seen Israeli troops, Israeli soldiers, tear gas, stun grenades, beat worshippers, worshippers in Mashal Aqsa. Over, so far, over 500 injuries in Mashal Aqsa uh, alone um, from worshippers. Um, stun grenades, the damage to Mashal Aqsa. And this has been horrific. And then 
fast forwarding to last uh, to recently to last night, um, we've seen uh, bombing of Gaza, and uh, over so far, twenty five Palestinians killed, nine of them children, and it keeps escalating. And uh, I, I think you know the reason I want to have this conversation is because I feel like there's a certain amount of um, helplessness and anger and frustration at the situation. Um, and it's very difficult or increasingly so looking at the footage and daily there's just floods of, of pictures and videos coming in and news reports. And, and like you mentioned, what's happened in, in Gaza last night um, with, I, I believe, you know, nine children killed and up to 25 people um, have also been, been murdered. Um, but I think the question really is, practically speaking what are the steps what can we do how can we channel that kind of anger and um sadness into kind of positively supporting the cause and obviously the work that you guys have been doing with uh, friends of al-aqsa for god knows how many years kind of leading the charge almost um so so what what do you think um is pertinent what are the steps that people can take okay first thing first is for us to have self-belief in ourselves it's really important that we have belief that we can make a difference and we can change. And we need to stop looking around left and right and abroad, et cetera, to see what others are doing or not doing. Let's look at what we're doing. That's the first thing. We need to understand our personal responsibility and take that upon ourselves, that we have a responsibility to do something. Now, what is that? What is that? What is it that we can do? In terms of practical steps for Sheikh Jarrah, over three days, so within 72 hours, over 50,000, 50,000 letters were sent by you to your MPs. So on Monday morning, when MPs opened their letter, or opened their inboxes, they were, the, the inboxes from what I hear were flooded with, uh, with supporters, messages from people asking our representatives, our members of parliament to one, condemn the actions and impose sanctions on Israel. They, over, you know, over the weekend, they could have released statements, et cetera, but they didn't. They did it because of the pressure that you put on them. So it's really important we continue to apply the pressure. The statements they uh, released, I've not gone through them. I haven't collated everything yet, but they've not gone to the extent that we would want them to, but they have condemned. But we need more of the condemnation at this stage. But my point is that when we do act, when we do en masse, not just ones or twos, but en masse, really put that pressure on, they have to respond just on sheer numbers. So it's important that when we act, we act together and we move forward together and we apply that pressure. So that's really, really important. And so um, that letter on Sheikh Jarrah um, has, is having an impact. As when we see the leader of the opposition or uh, the shadow foreign secretary or other people, they've had to respond. And MPs have had to respond purely to the pressure. And that's down to everyone who's listening uh, and your viewers are responding. We've got a similar letter for the Hands of Al-Aqsa campaign, you know, specifically on Mashal Aqsa. You know, as friends of Al-Aqsa, you'd expect us to have a campaign on Mashal Aqsa, right? Um, so we're asking people to, um, again, let the MP know what, that they care about Mashal Aqsa. Let them know that we're asking for uh, stopping arms sales to Israel and we're asking for imposing sanctions for Israel for breaking international law. But what we're saying is nothing radical, right? This is based on international law, but we're not doing it. Our, our government isn't doing it and we have to hold them to account. And we should be in such an easy place that when people say, what, what can we ask you, uh, our MPs to do? Sanctions. No, like condemnation is great, but we're way past condemnation. You know, we're decades past that. Like right now, we should be clear sanctions on Israel for breaking international law, clear cut. You know, even friendly MPs or et cetera, they need to be calling for sanctions, right? So we need to be quite clear 
um, when, we're, when we're speaking to our, our parliamentary representatives. Secondly, in terms of raising awareness, it's really important that people actually know what's happening. You know, there's so much footage. Uh, sometimes you get desensitized and don't know what's going on. So, you know, I'm sure the Muslim Bible got information on there. Uh, look at Friends of Al-Aqsa, you know, we're complete, uh, constantly keeping people updated on our, on, our, on our socials so people know what's going on. If you don't know what's going on, how you can do something about it, right? So you have to know what's going on. Um, and we've got information on bite-sized uh, pieces as well on our Instagram, etc. So it's important that uh, we educate ourselves. Um, and that can be done through following with Muslim Vibe and Friends of Lux, etc. Um, uh, we contact our parliamentarians. We spread the information as well. So it's good that we do something like we've, we've educated ourselves, for example, but share that information on, online. You know, things are so easy for us. Can we, you know, that, the bare minimum we can do is like share something or forward something on when you see it and, you know, then act on it, obviously, yourself. Um, we also, obviously, we call for demonstrations, etc., uh, so if you see there's a demonstration, try and attend if you can. I understand with, you know, the COVID uh, situation is continuing and it's going to put people off from attending. But if you can, um, and and obviously when you come, keep uh, in mind COVID restrictions. But come and show your support. You know, we were on a call with uh, Sister Abir from Jerusalem. And she was saying, I was asking, you know, people say, what's the point in coming out and demonstrating? She cut me off halfway saying, no, 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 it's really important because when we see you protesting, we know you're not alone. When we see you, in fact, when we see you Muslims protesting, we know we're not alone. Right? So for that one reason, she's in Mashal Aqsa. She's a teacher in Mashal Aqsa. So for that one reason alone, for, for them to know that they are not alone, that in itself should be enough. Then on top of that, obviously, you have your mobilization, what that means when we come together, putting pressure, uh, the unity, the things that we learn together, mobilizing, organizing, all that obviously comes from it as well, right? That's a small part of it. So lobbying, organizing, educating, these are kind of your, your principles but, uh, of what we should be doing. But we need to also understand, which is really fundamental, that, and we keep saying it, just because it's on the news now, don't act just now. You know, the occupation remains, even when it's not on BBC or The Guardian, etc., with their false headlines, by the way. Um, it remains. The occupation remains. So it's important that we all continue all the time. And Friends of Lux, as you said, um, we've been around for a while. Um, so we're constantly here, you know, so get involved, get involved with us. Um, and and, so and I, I know you're 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 not the kind to say this, so I'll, I'll probably make the point as well. I think it's important to also support organisations like yours financially, um, because, like you said, the work that you're doing, and you know, we've had conversations personally where we've kind of spoken about, and and I, I know you know I, I know how it is that that at times like this, people are are digging deep and supporting, but it's more about the sustainability and all year round being able to support. The work that goes into it from a lobbying perspective, as you said, working with MPs, politicians um, and doing as much as possible. There's one thing you haven't mentioned, which I think we should also probably discuss a little bit, which is the kind of BDS um, approach and movement. Now, um, is, is that something that's still ongoing? Is there still merit in that? What, like, what are the results? Because I think a lot, there's a lot of skepticism around action when it comes to Israel and how we can actually do stuff. So on, on the BDS side of things, um, what are your thoughts? What's the experience been like? Yeah, actually, there's probably two things that I forgot. So yeah, BDS is one. And the other one, um, clearly is that, 
uh, we should be asking our imams to be speaking about uh, what's happening in Masjid Al-Aqsa in Palestine. Uh, so if you have a contact with your imam or your masjid, ask them. You know, we've got a khutbah on our website and we've got the information about the virtues, etc. and what's happening in easy digest format. So please, you know, ask your uh, mosque to speak about it. That's really, really important, obviously, and make the work. Um, in terms of boycott, diversity and sanctions, 100%, you know, that's kind of the backbone and that's what continues um, you know, what I was saying, you know, we're here even when it's not on the news, you know, that's what we're doing, boycott, divestment, sanctions, pu- pushing that forward as much as possible. Obviously, you know, with uh, during Ramadan, it's pushing, for example, uh, boycotting uh, dates from Israel. And that's kind of a campaign just to remind people about boycott throughout the rest of the year, about that concept of, you know, checking the label, see where it's from, uh, uh, not helping to sustain the occupation. Um, and that sanctions element is continuously um contacting your mp to ask them to impose sanctions not just when it's happening now because it's not about a one-off hit you know it's a long-term thing so for example a few months ago we had a student lobby encouraging students to speak to the mps and we had a really good response because students were saying you know normally when we hear about palestine we are either asked to demo or we asked to give money but we engage with them to talk about lobbying from you know from a student perspective and asking the students when they speak to MPs to ask for sanctions you know clear cut ask for sanctions uh, so boycott um, you know uh, for for example it's coming up to wedding season uh, you know there's not going to be a Muslim wedding without Coca Cola but Coca Cola operates from illegal settlements but you know we we don't kind of think um, ethically at these times and it's really important just like how we're thinking about dates um, it's really important for us to be ethical in terms of our purchase um, and Coca-Cola is something very tangible, something we can get involved in, um, and it's something that should be widespread within our community. Um, so yeah, boycott, divestment, sanctions, something we continue to push. Awesome. And um, I, I guess, you know, I, I'm, I'm conscious of your time. I know right now is a very busy time for yourself, so I don't want to take too much more of it. But uh, we did have quite a lengthy chat, um, probably a few years now on the podcast, we were talking about the Palestine Expo. Um, and I guess for people that are interested in, in finding out more about um, the work that you guys are doing, the background there, and also the Palestine Expo specifically, which has been running for some years now. I'm, I'm assuming, I think it was online last year, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Um, but there, there's there's more info there and, and whatever else. And and I guess in the description to this as well, I'll put all the links to Friends of Aluxa, to your Instagram, to where people can donate and support and get involved. Um, and that's it, really. Uh, I guess, you know, thank you very much for your time. And uh, inshallah, we can do this again soon. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just on that, you know, I'll, you, the podcast I did with you was my first podcast I ever did. Um, and I just want to reiterate the love for Muslim Vibe. You know, if you guys are listening still to me, donate to Muslim Vibe, you know, support them, do what you can. They're doing fantastic work spreading the message and getting the word out. And, you know, we need more of the Muslim Vibe to so support them best you can. Feels like we set this up. Like I'll shout you. No, we didn't. Did. <laughs> genuine love, man. Genuine love for Muslim Vibe. No, likewise, man. Thank you very much. Thank you.